0: Welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow Up Podcast. Our goal is to help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us. Now, let's join our team as we get to follow up, break down, and gain deeper insight into this week's message.
1: Hey guys, welcome to the Transformation Church Weekly Follow Up Podcast. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Justin, my co host. What's Justin up? Justin, what's popping? What's going on? So, all right. Uh, Man, we're rocking. We are uh, busy as always. Uh, <laughs> constantly, constantly popping. But <laughs> so things are good. It's,
2: it's an exciting time, that's for sure.
1: Man, there's some things <laughs> going on out there. I'll tell you. Uh, you know, this Sunday is going to be a doozy. Um, but. Uh, that's as far as I'm. That's as far as the information that's, I'm that's giving all, right now. That's so,
2: all. You gotta you gotta tune in for church on Sunday to see what's going on.
1: Right, right, right. So uh, we got we got some big things popping, some big things happening. We're bringing some big news to the table this coming up Sunday, all of which we can talk about in uh, in a minute. But um, Justin, how's your quarantine going right now?
2: It's pretty good. I mean. Yeah, yeah, I got no complaints, I guess. I mean, I, I, I don't really mind working at home. I like it better than I thought I would. Um, I miss going to restaurants. We talked about that last week. Other than that, it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we're the we're the same way. Things have been pretty smooth. I haven't minded, you know, doing, uh, working from home. All that's pretty easy. Dogs are getting on my nerves. Uh, I think the biggest adjustment this past week, has been that my wife uh, has been channeling her inner Joanna Gaines, and Ooh. it has been um, renovation mode at the Livingston House. So mm, that's, uh, we've been, yeah, it's it's not my favorite. The, that's, no, that's, I mean
2: that. that doesn't sound fun. Good.
1: I'm into that kind of stuff, so it does look good. I like HGTV and all of that. Like I like, I like, I like watching it. I like doing it, but.
2: Oh, I like watching it, but I don't like to do it. I, like, I want to finish the product. <laughs>
1: you, you want to pay somebody else to do it? Yeah, so I we, want, we I literally want
2: jo- Joanna Gaines to come do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, uh, it's been a little different past today. My dad's been over here helping a little bit. Um, I think the hardest part is because my wife, we've talked about the Enneagram before. My wife is an Enneagram 5. Yeah. And uh, so she is a specialist. So every decision she makes, she has to look at like 36, uh, uh, Pinterest ideas and like she has to investigate the thing and the stuff and the whatever. Um, and so, uh, she investigates heavily, um, which means that she then finds things to change and that, you know, that whole thing. So she can, she, she does a little bit of that, but, uh, all in all, things have things have been good. The house looks good. She's happy, so happy wife, happy happy life. So things are good.
2: That's what they say.
1: Yeah. So things are good, man. Things are good, and uh, still, you know, we're doing our online service thing. This past Sunday, uh, things things were good. You know, um, each week we're seeing people, um, you know, uh, meet the Lord uh, through our online services, and and that's really cool. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've been able to, let's see, as of this week, we've dropped off, uh, um, right at just under 900 care packages to, uh, say hospital and the nurses there. So that's been really good. That's Uh, cool. And we've been able to do all that.
2: That's cool. And I've been seeing the, um. You know, we have some of the nurses, and, and you know, I, I don't know that they're all nurses, but, you know, have even sent us stuff on, on Instagram with pictures, and uh, we've got yeah. a couple emails and things like that of people just showing their, you know, the appreciation for those things. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, but, but yeah, that's good. It's like they're, they're, they deserve it. You know, it's little. It's not mm-hmm. a whole lot that we're doing. It's, you know, we're just trying to spread it out, you know, but these little care packages are going a long way.
1: Yeah, 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 apparently uh, you bake some cookies and brownies, and nurses will love you forever. That's what we figured out through this whole ordeal. So, hey. <laughs> which is about the way what it takes to get to my heart too, you know. So uh, that's it. Pizza, sushi, uh, cookies, and brownies can uh, can accomplish a lot. So um, it's been good. It's been good having uh, having all that going on. So we've been we've been amped up. Partnering with them's been great. And you know, Sacred Heart. Uh, I think it's called Ascension Sacred Heart now. Um, they've just been really fantastic. You know, how they've uh, traditionally getting in hospitals can be very difficult. Um, and in this season, they are recognizing that they just need to do whatever they can to allow people to take care of their staff and their nurses and stuff. And so they've really kind of swung the doors open, which has been great because it's really given us a, uh, an entrance into uh, helping which sometimes can be difficult, sometimes, uh, and rightfully. So, I mean, I understand hospitals have red tape because they're dealing with people's lives. But the fact that they've been able to kind of give us that kind of access has been really dope. So we've, uh, we've been able to help, and, and uh, it's, it's starting to create an impact, which is what we want. You know, these people are courageous. They're heroic. Um, you know, they've signed up to put their lives on the line to help others, and, and, I, and I think there's – we can love on them. And uh, so it's been really good. And special shout-out to – to just our church, you know, it's like, um, in the midst of all of this, you are continued, you know, church, I'm talking directly to you now church Your your continued generosity, um, is what makes all of this possible. You know what I mean? Like when money doesn't grow on trees, right. But you've continued to remain faithful um, in your generosity and your giving and your tithing. Um, and it's continuing to make all of these things possible. And, um, and I, I say you, we, I mean, my wife and I were, we're tithing. I mean, like we all do this together. We're family and uh, because of that, um, ministry continues to, to go forward. And so special thank you to TC and everyone that gives at TC because you're able to be a part of that. if any of you are listening or you're watching and you want to, you want to further help that cause, you can go to transformationchurch.com you'll see the COVID link and you can click on that. You can give, um, you can click giving or you can click on the COVID link and look at some of the things that are happening and then, uh, give. And I, and my encouragement to you is just pray. I mean, whatever God puts on your heart, I'm not asking anybody for dollar. I mean, that's not what we do. You know, to uh, pray about what God would have you give, and then just be obedient to that. And I think the beauty behind the generosity of our church right now is people have learned over the years and over their teaching and, and testing and trials that when you give to the Lord, um, I mean, He takes He takes care of you. You know, um, and so it's 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 a good soil to, to sow some seed into, so that you can get a harvest in your time. So that's has been great
2: absolutely it's been good it's exciting i'm i'm ready for all this to kind of start to wind <laughs> yeah. down and get you know i don't know that we'll ever be back to full-on normal i think at least in the church world i think we're going to see you know. change, changes you know and i think that can be good but um man i just i want to go to a restaurant you know not, <laughs>
1: we were just know. talking about that and i want to
2: so. go to ch- and i want to go to church so um yeah all I, was that good to,
1: stuff. I was talking to our buddy i didn't tell you about this i was talking to our buddy johnny franklin uh huh. Sunday. I rented him Sunday out of Bucky's. We rolled out there and got some brisket. Uh I tell you one thing, uh the quarantine is not affecting Bucky's whatsoever. I come out, uh, <laughs> so uh we rolled out there, I saw him, he's like he's like, let me tell you something, I'm a thousand percent over this. <laughs> I like, I feel you, man. I feel you. So shout out to Johnny and their church. They do some dope stuff over there, uh, off Foul Fox. So but yeah, we had a good service on Sunday, man. Um, you know, the message message was, um, from what I'm hearing, very much on point. Uh, I've been hearing some great feedback. Uh, a lot of people's family members were tuning in. It was just something, you know, it's just the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit activated the Word of God that was being preached, and that's, you know, obviously that's our desire each and every week. Um, and so that's a uh, that's powerful, man. It
2: was so. good. Firm foundation.
1: Firm foundation. Yeah. Um, yeah so we got kind of kicked off with the same kind of the theme verse we, we we use it every week for this whole series um, you know which is the Hebrews eleven one. I think you got it there right Justin
2: yeah now now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see
1: yeah the, and so it's this idea that we you know we all have these hopes um, we're having confidence in that God is going to do something but um, we, we don't we can't see it and that's what faith is faith is believing um you know faith is believing without seeing it essentially but there's a different type of faith of of hoping and then believing that it's going to happen you know like having confidence and i think that's it hebrews ten twenty three uh it says let us hold tight to the hope we declare without wavering for he who promised is faithful um and that that it, i think that's the key that we really talked about on Sunday is that he who promises is faithful. It's talking about God. So when God makes us a promise, he's always faithful to come through in that promise. Um, and so we can be confident in that. And, and we, you know, we referenced that we were talking about the storms, man. We talked about the storms that rolled through last week, which you said you didn't even know it rained or something, right? It, like, it,
2: it didn't rain at my house.
1: I don't even know how that's possible you're not that far from me <laughs> like it,
2: it did it, if it rained it was it was so little that when i woke up the next morning you you couldn't tell yeah it was um, yeah i i don't i don't even think it rained at my house but you know i'm close to what? the water i'm close to the water True. down here you know how that goes it's like it can be storming yeah, yeah, up yeah. toward the the north end of the county or not at, you know around the nine mile area and the beach could be sunny you know but it's like
1: right right right
2: but no, yeah, I, I don't even I don't even think it rained so but I know y'all got some weather.
1: Yeah, we got some weather, man. Tornadoes rolled through our front yard. Um, my neighbor's fence came down across the street, like onto on well onto the truck and my neighbor directly next door to us has a lot of big trees and bro, they like he got worked. I mean, his front yard looked like the yards after Hurricane Ivan. Like, That's crazy. I'm talking, I'm talking about big branches, man, like humongous branches. So, um, yeah, they rolled through, and it was crazy. It was, it was just – man, just one of the things. It was nuts. So, um, yeah. So, And we talked about this idea, like, it, and it reminded me of – seeing that reminded me of Hurricane Ivan. And then when we were dealing with Hurricane Ivan, seeing Hurricane Ivan reminded me of – um like all these moments when we were you know in hurricane ivan and after hurricane ivan uh, when we would go look at where houses used to be and the houses were gone all that was left is just like a debris field you know it's just like all this all this stuff on the ground representing that a home used to exist here right and that was you know kind of the the kind of the story that we talked about because we wanted, we're talking about a firm foundation. We're talking about Jesus being the immovable hope, you know, and that he represents, you know, this unwavering, uh, you know, immovable uh, hope that we can have in Matthew 7, 24 through 27. We really see this story being laid out in front of us of Jesus trying to show us something with uh, with the word, right? And so um, he says in Matthew 7, 24-27, I think you have it there, right, Justin?
2: Yeah, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone right. who, but right, you want to go keep ahead. going?
1: No, go ahead. Keep going.
2: But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew, and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash.
1: Yeah, and so, um, in in in, you know Jesus is using something in this space where he's kind of referencing uh, the what kind of the general land of the. Uh, the land that's around them, you know, and what people are familiar with. Um, so the, this idea that, um, you know, during the winter months and, I'll say, and we really talked about this in the sermon, so you can really go read it, but in the winter months, <clears throat> the streams would really, really build up um, and they would have even overflowing streams. And so as the streams would be overflowing and, and uh, all this debris, all the sediments would be moving through these, uh, streamlines and then during in the summer all of that would dry up and there would just be this, this debris of sediment right and if you've ever seen again I remember after Hurricane Ivan you could go through and you can see the water lines on everyone's houses you know five feet six feet up the wall you can see the line where that's where the water rose to and it's kind of how this worked too you could see these sediment deposits uh, representing where the water flowed through um, and so it's these, this idea that uh, that the debris on either side of these streams, uh, like stream beds, or torrent beds, um, is showing us kind of the, this debris field of where the water used to flow. And, you know, it, the thing that we wanted to come out of the gate with on Sunday is talking about our life, because obviously they're talking about a house built, you know, on the rock or in the, on sand. But that house represents something, yeah. right? That house represents a life, right? Um, which kind of brought us to our first point, right? That a life built on anything other than Jesus is waiting to, to crash, crash, right? So it's this idea that you know when we build our life on something like that, it's just waiting to crash. Um, when we build our life on things that are sand, no, the problem. The thing is, is like, what is sand? You know, so what is Jesus kind of talking about here? Well, the problem. Is all of us at some point have built our life on something like sand? So, uh, whether, uh, you know, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a career, you know, whether that's a degree, um, you know, we've built our life on this idea that it's going to be, you know, this particular thing at this particular time. And then it just doesn't happen that way. Um, we are too invested. We put too much stock in that and now it's gone, you know, and, uh, and, and so we are coming to this understanding that life is different than what we thought it was going to be. And so when we build it on the sand, we're building it essentially on things that are movable. Um, you think about, like, you know, I think me, even even mining your life over the last five years, you know, you haven't, you know, in different situations for you and in different situations for me, but we've come also, we can both attest to this how uh, we, different aspects of our life, uh in a very fluid like type of format um got fragmented very quickly (laughs) right like you know um yeah yeah i don't don't know the degree of what you want to share for your story you know um but like how you just are so so bought into life be like you've kind of built up stock that life is going to be this and then all of a sudden it's not that anymore you know
2: (laughs) yeah seriously
1: (laughs) And, and,
2: and so and that and and everybody can relate to that on some level yeah you know like yeah. whether it's a, a career or you know you lose a loved one or you know a, a marriage fails or whatever the case is like everybody can attest yep. can, can relate and attest to that
1: yeah and we're also and we're all so guilty of it man i mean when you think about it like we're all all of us are building our lives you know all of us are warring within ourselves uh but over this tension between um, who we are uh, and, as humans and this life that we're trying to build and success and ambition and relationships and a marriage we want to have or kids we want to have or you know the house we want to buy or the job we want to have or the income we want or the car we want I and mean, we're all warring in our flesh over um, those types of things which none of them are evil and um, we're all, but we're all warring in our, in our, in our lives between those things, um, which again, aren't evil um, versus how many of those things God actually wants us to have or what type of those things God actually wants us to have, you know? And uh, I was talking to one of our, one of the uh, girls in our church the other day, and I was telling her the same thing. I was telling her, you know, the reality is, um, you know, God, it's like our life is a, we're, we're in a, a, a sailboat and, uh, you know, God through, through the power of his spirit is, is the wind in our sails taking us where he wants to take us. You can break out the ore whenever you want and start trying to fight the wind. <laughs> like You know, but at the end of the day, like God is in control of those types of things. And so right. it's important that we grab a hold of that truth. And, and the, the sooner we can surrender to that, the sooner that we can recognize that we don't need to build our life on faulty things that are so fragile. We need to be building our life on something that's firm and something that's stable, the better off we're going to be, you know?
2: Absolutely. Um,
1: that's just not always easy right like we all know that that's that's a, a very hard thing to do so <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, we all that's have, that that's one of those guys, easier
2: you know? said than done type deals
1: yeah yeah yeah. or every
2: uh, everyone can give advice but when you got to take it it's harder
1: yeah yeah of course well that's what i said i mean i think that i think that you know for you know for people like me and ash and and you know obviously like we don't uh i, I would If we could do this all over again, I would beg God not to let us go through what we went through with Jamin, you know, Uh, not that I wouldn't want to have Jamin. I just would beg God that he wouldn't let us go through that struggle again. But, you know, he's faithful in that um, he also had like there was an element to that that obviously had to happen because he had I would have never allowed, I would have never allowed myself to go through what I had to go through to become the person that God needed me to become, to reach the people God needed me to reach. Right. Um, You know what I mean? And, and our life now, I mean, our, our our doctrine, our theology, uh, our understanding of who God is, um, our ability to reach people with our pain, um, our ability to communicate that your current position doesn't, doesn't connect to your future purpose. Uh, I think our ability to communicate and talk about all those things is has a different level now. And it's because of our struggle that we can connect with other people and their struggles. And so, um, and so there's, there's a reason why all these things exist. I think the difference is it's like when God takes you somewhere, that's one thing. And I think that's why it's so important. I, I think it's so important to build your house on the rock because like we said in, in the, in the Sermon Sunday, the storms are coming. Right. Like there is coming a day when you get your pink slip. Like There's coming a day when the bank threatens to foreclose on your house. I mean, there's kind of like those days are coming. You're not stopping that. Pain is pain and it's coming for everybody. Now, and maybe a various degree. And I'm not certainly not sitting here and say like, you know, every day with the Lord is like just waiting on bad things to happen. <laughs> like, you know, you know me, like I don't live in that space. We're not going to just live here. But the reality is, when we build a house on the rock, we're prepared for when the when the floods of life do come flying at us. Right? That's good. So, and so I think the reality is, you know, it's like we said on Sunday, the the your debris field is the evidence of a life you weren't supposed to have. Um, you know, and so, or I should say, maybe, but what we said on Sunday, it's like you know, for, for some of us, we're trying so hard to cling to the things that God's trying to get out of our lives. And maybe the debris field is the remnants of a life you were never supposed to have. Exactly, um, and God That's let good. it come crashing down. You know, and, and one of the things that I one of the things that I said is, God loved you too much to let you stay there, um, which is uh, a big uh, is a big one. Um, I don't know. Do you know who Bob Sorgey is? Have you ever heard of Have you heard of Bob Sorgey? I
2: don't think so.
1: He has this video on, uh, he has a video on YouTube where he's talking about the story of Job, And I remember watching that and I got wrecked. Like I just, I was, it was just like at that time with J and things were hard. And, and, uh, and, and quite frankly, just kind of being in like that. Why moment? Like, why God, why God? Um, And I stumbled across this video and it wrecked me. We're going to have to try to find it and and maybe let the church post it or something um, on the Facebook page or on social or something. We will find it and put it out there. Yeah. Um, Because it's so good. And he talks about Job and the lady, some lady came up and asked him, she's like, how, uh, can you tell me how uh, mercy is represented in the story of Job? And he goes on this, you know, more or less this talk. Now, if you don't know the story of Bob Sorge, it's pretty special. Uh, he was a worship leader and a pastor, and God took his voice away from him. Mm. And so, like, he had this tragic, some sort of tragic accident with his vocal cords and he lost the ability to talk. And now his his talk is like a, uh, a growly whisper, and he can only talk for about an hour a day before it becomes so painful that he just stops talking. And so she, he's he's constantly talking about, you know, loving the Lord and the presence of God and the mercy of God. And she's like, well, uh, you know, can you show me mercy in the story of Job? And he goes on to say, and I, I don't want to get, I, I would love for people to go see it because he does such a good job with it. But he's just saying that if it weren't for Job's affliction, we never would have heard of him. And sometimes God loves you too much to leave you alone. And I was, I remember re- or hearing that, watching it. I was just, like, snot-nosed in tears, like, you know. And, guy that was when God told me the same thing. He said, I love you too much to leave you alone. Because I remember telling him, like, I don't even want any of this. Like, I don't want the church. I don't want a pastor. I don't want to do any of this. I just want my son back. You know what I mean? Like, I'll trade. I, in that moment, in that season of my life, I was thinking to myself, I will trade um, all of this. I'll trade all of the stuff that I'm doing in the ministry. Um, you know, you like take it all, just give me my son back, you know, like, right. uh, like that was like, that was some sort of bargaining chip he was going to take me <laughs> up on. But uh, <laughs> I remember doing that. Uh, and, and um, that was one of the things God communicated to me. Uh, He's like, I love you too much to leave you to yourself and uh i was like man that was that was not something i was okay with nor <laughs> no, ready for yeah you don't want to
2: <laughs> that's not something you want to hear i mean you get yeah, it but it's like okay
1: yeah, yeah yeah so i just remember hearing that and that really wrecked me and so um you know maybe god loved you too much to let you stay you know when you, you may, maybe you built your life on sand and god loved you too much to let you stay there yeah um you know, uh, so I, I just think that that's so big. Uh, and it's understanding also the magnitude of your testimony. You know, like the, the, for you to have a huge testimony, uh, it requires you to a degree to have a huge debris field. You know, like you, God's got to bring you through some stuff for you to be able to talk about some stuff. Um, you know, for you to point to the goodness of God, you have to understand the severity of God and uh so i think those things are, are certainly important that we, that we you know grab a hold of and, and understand so the magnitude of your testimony is often measured by uh by your debris field so um but then we talk about building on the rock right you and uh, you, i think you got that point there right
2: yeah building on the rock isn't always the easiest but it will last
1: yeah and uh and that's what we talk about we, you know it's not fast and it's not pretty right um matter of fact like it it takes more work to get things right when you're building on the rock you know like i've been working on my house for three days with pastor dan and adam and a few others and uh as we're you know the building on sometimes soft things is easy because then you can make things level out you build on the rock like you got to accommodate what the rock is telling you what to do you don't get to force that rock to move you're going to to move around that rock right you know like it takes more work it's harder um takes more attention to details um you know it's firm doesn't break apart easy you're not going to just move it to so that you can do whatever you want to do like none of those things stay the same um but it's a difficulty to build on that makes it reliable in the storm the mere fact that you can't just shift it around to accommodate what you want to accommodate uh is the great representation of why it's so valuable you know so that's good. Um, that's where that's where it becomes uh, a big part of what we're talking about. So, um, and we kind of talked about some scripture in in Second Timothy. We we talked about a number of different verses, um, but I really wanted to jump down and talk about you know just the, the verse that I was going to have you read, Justin, is the Second Timothy two twelve through thirteen in the Living Bible, because when we open up the Hebrews, we're talking about He who promises is faithful. And the whole series is built around faithful. And so if you'll read those, that, that there is Second Timothy 2, through 13 in the Living Bible.
2: Yeah. And if we think that our present service for him is hard, just remember that someday we are going to sit with him and rule with him. Even when we are too weak to have any faith left, he remains faithful to us and will help us for he cannot disown us who are part of himself and he will always carry out his promise to us.
1: Yeah. And so he, he, he will always carry out his promise to us. Right. Like, um, so he's a firm foundation. Like when we don't have any faith left, when we're too weak, he's got it. You know, it's like when we're faithless, he's faithful. And I think for some, for some of us, we feel like, you know, God can only show up when we're full of faith. I think that's the whole like word of faith movement type thing. You know what I mean? That nonsense where it's like, well, if you just have more of this, then God can do this. And it's like, I don't read like, matter of fact, he said, if you'll just have a mustard seed of faith, like if you have the smallest bit of faith, it's not whether or not you have enough faith, it's who do you have your faith in? Right. And he says, even when you're too weak, like even when you don't have any faith left, that's, he's, he remains faithful to help us because he won't disown his own. Right. Um, So I think that's just a really big thing for us to understand when we're talking about God and we're talking about who he is, we're talking about his nature and his characteristic, that he's just a firm foundation. Um, And so he's so reliable in that. So, and one of the things I think I just wanted to mention, I know we're going to hop off of here, but I think one of the things I just wanted to mention too, is like, you know, that God is so faithful to come through for us. um, And because he's so faithful to come through for us, I think we as Christians, we need to be looking for, we don't need to be looking for how little we can get away with giving. And I don't just mean giving as in financially, I am talking about our lives. I think finances falls into that, but I don't think it's at all of that, right? How, I, I think some of us, you know, it's just like, how little can I get away with giving so that I'm in the favor of God? And it's like, man, I, I think we should be looking for how much can I give away? Right. You know, obviously using wisdom and discernment, you know, being aware of what God is speaking, but at the end of the day, how much, how much more of my life can I give? And trying to do that and being faithful uh, to give to God. Uh, what he's what he wants to do things with, what he wants to accomplish, how he wants to, to move in this world and in our lives, and in doing so, that obedience unlocks the opportunity for God to give even more back to us. I think that's just huge. But, that's great. So, well, uh, Justin, it was a good day.
2: It was a good day. I'm looking forward to this Sunday too.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be good. We're kicking off a kicking off a new series this Sunday and we got a big announcement this a Sunday.
2: Big announcement.
1: Big, huge. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we got a got a huge announcement this Sunday. Uh so you guys don't want to miss it. I promise. And uh so yeah, we'll we'll see you guys there. Justin, tell where they can find one in the church.
2: You can find us online at transformationchurch.com or Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola.
1: Very good. Uh, So check us out, guys. And, uh, man, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe out there. We love you. If you need something, definitely let us know. But just remember, your hope is found in Jesus, and he's faithful even when we feel faithless. And so uh, make sure that you uh, tune in on all of our platforms this weekend. We'll catch you next week for another week, another sermon, another follow-up podcast. See you guys.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Transformation Church weekly follow up podcast. It would mean so much to us if you would subscribe, like, and review on iTunes. You get double points if you show us love by sharing it with your friends. Don't forget you can follow Pastor Justin and Pastor Brad on Instagram and Twitter at Justin Oswald underscore and at Brad Livingston underscore. You can tweet them your questions and comments or email them to us at follow up at For more info on Transformation Church, visit us online at transformationchurch.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Transformation Pensacola. We'll be here next week where we will help create context and drive conversation to learn more of what God has for us.